Hey guys, welcome to the podcast. Um, I had the opportunity to go to EGX Res last weekend and uh, checked out uh, the uh, Planet Coaster 10 Years in the Making seminar, which uh, uh, which I was very excited to, uh, to go to. And uh, one of our community members, Andrew Rowe, was kind enough for us to use his recording that he did uh, of the old seminar. So uh, check it out here right now. Hi, uh, thank you very much for coming to uh, REST Sessions. Uh, my name is uh, John Nixon from REST, and uh, I'm joined uh, today by uh, Frontier Developments here to talk about uh, Planet Coaster, which is their new uh, roller coaster game. It's, in, uh, it's available as a kind of early access product at the moment. Uh, obviously, Frontier Developments is a very uh, stories uh, developer. They're uh, one of the, the uh, kind of long standing pictures of, of the uh, UK development scene. Their most recent title was. Uh, uh, Elite Dangerous, obviously they've worked on all sorts of stuff uh, since then, like starting off with their kind of Elite and, and Frontier and through uh, things like uh, kind of Connectimals and uh, Disney Adventures, uh, all, all sorts of stuff. Uh, and uh, Planet Coaster to kind of return to the uh, uh, roller coaster simulation genre. Uh, after the studio worked uh, last on Roller Coaster Tycoon 3, uh, which was a number of years ago. Uh, so I guess to start with, uh, if, you did, if you guys could uh, introduce yourselves and uh, just uh, say what you do, and then we can have a bit, a bit of a chat about how everything that uh, Frontier has done is kind of uh, feeding into what they're doing behind the coast. Hello, I'm John Laws, I'm the studio art director. Uh, yes. I'm <laughs> uh, Johnny Watts, and I'm the studio creative director. So I guess uh, starting with uh, some of the obvious ones, did you work on Roller Coaster Tycoon 3? Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. I worked on that, and even prior to that, I worked on the expansion packs of Roller Coaster Tycoon 2. And prior to that, I just played Roller Coaster Tycoon 1 all the time. Thoroughly well done. That's how I got the job, really. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, also, we had, we had um, I mean, at the time, we had uh, people who were working on that, people who were working on now, like Sam Jenny, he was working on that. Yeah, we're, uh, we're meant to be a mixture of veterans, which uh, I, I try not to get insulted by that, but yes, I'm a veteran, an old codger, and, uh, and, and also we've got some really, you know, sort of graduates straight out of like, sort of, you know, the game, game, gaming degrees at university, and uh, you know, that's pretty, pretty awesome. It's like a fusion of people who think they know what they're doing, and uh, also... <laughs> And when it comes kind of like returning to the genre with with like planet coasters, I guess like start start with the with the, the kind of roller coaster stuff. Is, is it something where you've had like a bunch of like like ideas that you've been that you've been sat on like since that time, or is it or have you, is, was it something where you kind of came to with your more recent times? Um, well, a lot. Of, yes, a bit of everything. Um, there is a. Uh, I think many members of the team. Have had ideas and things I wanted to do for, for, for easily the past uh, decade. Um, and kind of speaking purely vision, um, there's a fantastic old uh, concept for a character I did a, a, a line again. And it was like a lineup in a queue. Um, and at the time it just wasn't possible on the machines to, to get anywhere near it. Um, but to an, to an extent the kind of DNA of that is, is, a, is the first thing I want, I want to go back to, which is to have this uh, Dream into details is this look, which when you uh, when you ride a coaster or you, when you're looking from a god's view down on the characters uh, in the park, you can kind of really get this kind of expressive nature. You understand what they're thinking. You understand how they're reacting to what they're building in the park. 
So it's an exciting, entertaining experience, which is, which is kind of, if you like, presenting a very deep simulation. So that was always something that I really wanted to do because um, it's very easy with a management game to make something quite dry. And I always wanted to make something with, with lots of soul and lots of personality. So, so from a game design point of view, I, I sort of think that like playing Rollercoaster Tycoon 1, working on Rollercoaster Tycoon 2, developing Rollercoaster Tycoon 3 was like an apprenticeship, really learning our trade, learning what makes Rollercoaster games tick, going to see loads of theme parks as well. And I think this is a, I was going to say the pinnacle, that, if I say pinnacle that almost sounds like this is the last eight game I'm going to make and I'm for the whatever, the chop or whatever, but um, I think we learned so much doing those games that it has actually, there are more things that we, we can we can do to it, we've, we've learned more, we've, you know, processing power is better, I think we can do a deeper simulation, we can make superior creativity, you know, you, you look, hopefully we'll be showing you a video where some of what the, our, our fans have built, you can just see how it's just snowball, the creativity is absolutely snowball, that's, yeah. we're trying to pulse everything. I mean, that side of it's crazy, I mean, when you come to, um, Am I allowed to do a show of hands? Is that, is that allowed? In the sort? Course, yeah. um, how many people have actually been seeing what people have been creating with the alpha? Has anybody seen anything really? Of so good. There's an amount. It's good. It's nice. Um, so we used to we used to play we would, we would play with the game prior to alpha, and we'd make something and it'd be like, that's nice. That's good. You know, you'd be, that'd be exciting. You do. Uh, I thought it was brilliant. Yeah, you do a ton of it, and then we then we'd, um, we'd, we'd stick it out. People would get excited, and now I kind of look at it. I kind of look, I look back at what I made with a sense of shame. Because like, there's so much brilliance out there, and I'm not even like, you know, fluffing people up. That's genuinely brilliant work being done with the alpha, which you weren't expecting, really kind of clever things uh, that people are finding to do with, well, they're finding things to do with the with with gable end of a building that I certainly can imagine, whatever would be right. I was going to say that, I, I, I could, that would be cocky, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, that's very bad. Actually, we do have that video, which I should have done at the beginning, I'm sorry, so that... Let's, let me segue effortlessly from uh, me talking about that. We actually do have a, a free clip of the kind of things that people are making, making with the alpha, which is, which is really cool. So we'll just show you, see what we're talking about. I remember looking at that and thinking, dirty genius. 
Because <laughs> you, you build the, these bits out first to use those to align the rest of the roof, which is kind of exploiting a, a very open system. That's what will work. You thought that, I can't tell you what our lead programmer thought. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But kind of looking at that, uh, looking at that, kind of seeing the kind of changes uh, that the kind of right people created, um, that reminds me of, um, and I be one of the few people who is thinking this, but it reminds me of um, the one of the uh, Xbox Switch titles, which was uh, Kinect titles, which was uh, Disney Notes, yeah. um, which was again a kind of um, one, one of one of the kind of many projects that Frontiers were committed. Just, just to see that as a particular example, is having had to like model Disney's mad little world. Was that was that like useful? Something you take into money? It, it, it was, it was. So, so what we did, what we did um, is um, Anaheim in California, and we modeled it one to one. And the vision, the goal, what we really wanted to do was, can we build that out of the tools? And, and that's why you'll see the curved paths, you'll see all the piece by piece, all the way you can do the decorations. It really is. It was like. I wouldn't say that we learned from it, but it stimulated us to create this. I think, this we, learned, I think we learned what we wanted to do because, you know, obviously, when we're, when we're building at Anaheim, we've got, you know, all the powers of um, uh, whatever Max and Maya to, to, to chuck it at. You know, with all the 3D packages. Yeah, that's not. The, the, the test is time and the test is going to be reference and everything else. Um, you know, the, the test with this game is to make sure that the players have enough uh, kind of freedom of content. And the freedom tools to actually be really creative, you know, like just the small decisions, but actually the, the major decision which, which made such a point along the, line, along the lines of building this game. Have, uh, you kind of think of the kind of those you know, kind of sliding doors moments where you kind of think, right, what should we do here? Should we allow? Uh, should we allow intersections or stuff? Should we allow effectively players to make a what can be a huge mess and kind of propagate that all over all over the and the, and the truth is, you, you know, evidently you should, because when you give players a lot of freedom, they can create things which shows them that they share and, and, and everything else and inspire people in the same way as when we were looking at what we were making on, on, K, on KDA, we got kind of inspired by where we, where we wanted to go <coughs> this park. So, kind of almost going back to that first question, you were talking about, um, you know, what did you want to do? You know, we kind of had these, these ideas for a long time. I think all, all the games that we've made, obviously some more relevant than others, like making, you know, um, but just when we, when we were putting like all the uh, crazy amounts of performance and having ideas about what people would would do uh, and, and mobile in a park and even things like because crazy and that we wanted to, to have that little It's good that you mentioned performance. So yeah. if you have a look at the crowd in Connected Land Adventure, Adventures, it is very emotive. You know our animators yeah. are super super talented people. And this is what we want to really put into Planet Coast as well, is the crowd is going to tell you how your park is doing. You know, we're not going to have little icons above the heads. We want people to actually glance, see if your park's good, bad, scary, making people sick. Obviously we'll have all the details in the background, all the menus, all the graphs, everything that I like about it, nearly little way. But we want to get this performance in there. Yeah, because it's crowd. Well, you want to get the performance in there while still keeping the performance of the actual game. You know, and that's such, such a such a fantastic fine balance and a really hard thing to do. Um, because it, 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 what's really weird is we've got a, a really uh, exciting, kind of exciting, creative anime. Is that you? At work. Yeah. And one of the things he said, uh, I hadn't realized it, he said, uh, when I came here for an interview, they asked me what I wanted to do. And he said, I want to work on coasting. 
but he's such an explosive kind of rubber movie kind of, uh, uh, animation. And, he's, and he's, at the moment he's loving it because we are opening the channel up and we, as, as Johnny says, we want to make it so that you are aware of what you're looking within the, the park and how they're reacting to what you're doing. Um, so so it's, it's fantastic whether it be reacting to a, a, a coast coming, coming by on a rail or more obvious things like whether they're enjoying the burger or whether you've just managed to underpay that person for stuff right now. So what's the kind of the, the, the tech that goes into that kind of thing? I mean, do, you, do you have to like program all these individual little AI things and they can they, like, oh well that host is X scary or whatever? Being an what's the data? Yeah. So, so loads of data, so I'm going to say super deep data, super crazy, I don't want to demystify how, <laughs> how advanced this data is. But yes, every guest is an individual. We, we, we built this game that it, it's, it's, a very, it's a simulation based on first principles, which is those people little guests yeah. need to get onto the rides and either spend their money or rate those rides. There's no little phone simulation <laughs> in the background and the guests are just candy. They physically have to get that. So get there. So that means your path system is so incredibly important. So once they get to the ride and they're or and walking past scenery, they're scoring it, they're continually scoring it, continually saying, Oh I like this, I like this a lot, oh I like this a very lot, or that's absolutely rubbish what you've built. And, that's, and, and all this data is then being processed in the background, and that's the, the real people. Yeah. I love, no, just uh, it's I love it. when you talk about when you talk about the park. Um, so one of the one of the, one of the goals, one of the things that really excited us, weirdly enough, is actually the park because um, as soon as we start to make it so that we can make a park uh, different lengths and different widths, um, but then you allow uh, people to place uh, entertainers, master and that instantly creates a really fascinating idea. I, I can give like a little, can I just, just, well, you can just go in there? Can you use that part as a door? Look, I, I, I get down the outdoor point still and then I collapse those people, because so, they're the entertainer, including you, so lovely. Uh, so it's good, but don't, you know, that's good. Just to give an idea of the sort of complexity and how it relates to real-life park. So, two things. First thing is, when I get to a theme park, you'd think I'd get a pass so I can go on any ride, a fast pass. No, I stand in the queue. My family hate me. I have to queue for ages just to people watch. Why, why are people doing that? Why are people doing that? Why are you buying the queue? Uh, did, did, you know, it was just crazy. But the reason, reason being is that when we worked on the Relicus Tycoon 3, we worked with a guy called John Wardley, and there his guy designed Oblivion and Nemesis at the uh, Alton Towers. And uh, he gave us some insight about you know, what a real theme park designer, what are they doing? And, uh, one thing he did is that the queue lines that they built, they always make sure that the queue line goes above where people get on the, on the ride. Why do you do that? And he says, well, as, as, the, as the guests are walking up, they have to look at how people put them on their harnesses. You do that, they learn the harnesses. Throughput has increased by 10%. 10% more people going through means profit. It's like these are all the things that we're trying to program into the, into the game. It is taking real world just taking a real world and trying to distill it into, into numbers. So, this is good. That's what I said. That's sorry, someone was actually uh, caught up in the whole game of education. Just think about it. Well, I just do numbers. It's the worst thing you can do in the same presentation. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I think it's, uh, I'll bring it up. I mean, your most recent kind of uh, back catalogue uh, is Elite Dangerous, which obviously is this gigantic, you know, kind of uh, galactic uh, kind of space adventure. Like, what crossover is that between uh, being a captain of a spaceship to running uh, like a crazy roller coaster? Well, hopefully it proves we can do deep, inaccessible simulation. No, that's not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, basically we take a, a massive attention to detail. 
you know, it, um, Elite is a sophisticated game. It's a game which I get absolutely lost lost in the in, in the best ways. I've sunk so many hours into it because we're not talking about Elite, but I just I, I just love it. And, and it's happened because it's this attention to detail. It's an insane, obsessive attention to detail. And so the way we like sort of calculate how the economies work and all the systems is really how do you deal with big data. We're applying very simple principles to how we deal with the big data of what every guest thought from Planet Coaster. So there are more similarities than you probably think from a, an engineering point, point of view, even though the flavor is to, to, totally different. And on the other end of the scale, how about like connect tools? Because obviously about uh, you know, connect type where you got like little cuddly target gaps. Is, is, is there any of that? That's a great, great, great question. Okay, it's actually a mindset. No, it's a company mindset um, to get all deep. Um, is that uh, so? It would be easy to to take something like connect. I don't think it kind of said what we do as a company. Um, and this isn't an advert, this is actually kind of describing a way to think, I think, if you're in a creative industry. Um, it would be very easy to think about connecting us as, oh, it's a kid's game. And it would be easy to, to, to communicate that way. Uh, and we never did. We always looked at that. Uh, we want to make people really excited and everything. We feel like they've got, they've got a really sophisticated, sophisticated game and not just a product designed for a particular um, So, you know, we, we, we did actually get people who, who were like, how cool game uh, saying, yeah, we are cool, uh, no, 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 I get really excited about the Planet Coaster the life and other people get really excited about this information. Um, so I think it's that. If that answers the question, I don't know if it did. I said something. In a Connect Muslim League, you put a deep park in the background. That's true. Interesting fact number seven. Yeah. Well, that's not a part. Obviously, that and you were like, I love it. Deep parks, we should do an interesting more of that. Yeah, it is. I don't think when there is actually in terms of the game so that you are. I think it goes down to, again, I'd say this attention to detail. So every game that we've ever done, we, we really do, you say we put our soul, soul in it, we, we put our soul in it, and we, we never try and cheat, cheat, cheat ourselves or cheat, cheat, cheat the people who play the game. We, put, we have so much affection for the things that we create, and we, we spend so, so long just trying to get it right and put that, that detail, that attention to detail. So those, the cats that you see in, in, in Connect Malls, to me, they feel real. That sounds a bit spooky, but they, you know, we we, we we just pulled over all the animations. How can we get that, you know, the emotion in in, in there? You know, it's quite sophisticated oh, technology behind it. <laughs> um, and, and you can see that. I think it's uh, so we posted a few things um, on the planet, planet coaster to do with uh, some of the concept of taking like uh, those particular weird that's online uh, from like sketch through to modeling through to animation, getting that kind of character possible. Um, and I think he's reacting because someone's thrown up next to him uh, in, the, uh, in the game itself. And it's quite funny how many people are going to go. Uh, and there's one genuine question about where people are going to say, is, this, is there a cartoon spin-off? 
No, no, but there, there, there's, there is a, there's a level of, of depth that we have to go into. We've got license to it. We get, we get really excited about And obviously, uh, I think the most recent post endeavour was uh, Street Drive uh, with the Microsoft. Obviously, that was about making nightmarish old posters and just scaring people. That was the kind of the, the object. And I'd say, my experience, I, I, I kind of get to be alone this saying, like, when I play public ghost, like, there is that bit where you start making like murderous things that like fling people into like spaces. Like, is that. Um, is, is that something like having made Spring Rider, have, have you enabled it so that you know, the deaths are either particularly uh, spectacular in, uh, in Planet Coaster, or is that, uh, or are you just trying not to enable sickos like myself? <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a little bit of that. Again, I, I, I do sometimes think that um, fact is, is stranger than fiction, and what I mean by that is trying to build a, a you know a roller coaster which feels real and legitimate is is, is that, 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 that's what definitely makes me excited. Yes, if you don't build it correctly, the coaster car is going to fall, fall off and, and, and crash, but that's not. That's the aim of a subset of people, special people. <laughs> but yeah, so, so there is going to be that charm, charm to it, but it's not the main focus. The main focus is, is the creativity and the simulation. Yes, we'll have payoff for happy, happy accidents and things like that, but you know, the game goes in a slightly different direction. Yeah. It's certainly one of the reasons why, in terms of stylistically, the Characters have got that, that, that removed from being real. And it's allowed, it's allowed that to happen in the yeah, Panic Coaster is, uh, you, you want to have fun with your, your guests, and you want them, if you do come off the coaster track, they're not going to die, they'll, they'll, they'll spring back up and say, oh, you can go back on it, maybe trash your, your score or stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. So, and, and, I mean, you said uh, you've got, got an interest in uh, real life coaster models and kind of deep simulation and that kind of stuff. I mean, is the, with the, with the ambition with kind of places to make like right, we have to make the world's most detailed like roller coaster simulation. And was that like kind of like, uh, or was it uh, more about well, we want to make a game where we want to make it as detailed as possible? I mean, what was supposed to kind of the so, priority? So, so goal, deeper simulation, coaster simulation, most authentic coaster simulation ever. Um, how that's presented to the players is, is very interesting. So I think we try and do it on multiple levels. So. You know, if you just want to go in and creativity is your thing, but you still want to try and do some of the, the, the scenarios in the campaign, that's absolutely, absolutely fine. But if you want to extract the most amount of money out of your guests, then you will see ways of doing that by exploiting the simulation to your advantage. So I have this term which everybody hates, but I love it, called nested complexity. What that means is easy to use, but by going and exploring the menus, the graphs, and things like that, you can go a bit deeper into it. This is a very, this is a school that's very well in Scrum. It does, actually. It's complex to Scrum. Sorry, I'm just going to go to two words. On a very literal sense, in terms of realism. Uh, so, the, the, the visual sense of it, uh, the rights are incredibly detailed. We, we, we go to every, every length to try and build the nuts and bolts on the highway, so we're going to get a sense of that. That's primarily because um, the more of that kind of realism in the rights, it marries up very well with the, uh, the character space, which you do in the world yeah. itself. We also did with the audio. So all the audio has been um, recorded by a guy called Watson Wu. He's gone to theme parks in, in the States, actually managed to get one of the theme parks closed down for, for a small number of hours, and he went around trying to capture all the, all the various like, sort of chain lists and things like that. So again, trying to keep that authenticity to, to, to the game, yeah. but 
still are, then our audio designers have to kind of make it fun and, and uh, yeah, because like a like a coaster when it's going on the track. What what Matt Florence, the audio guy, he then he then lays on some about eighty different sounds and stuff to give you because you can record a coaster going all over the place, that exact sound, uh, but then he but that will only give you the I am what's the uh, that will then give you just about enough of the coaster, but it won't give you the experience of being there and, and hearing what you think is the, like a humble machine. Or anything like that. So um, that he has in there to give you a sense of kind of weight and tangibility of the experience. And when you're going to get to giving players the tools to kind of make, make this stuff, like yeah. now, that, that's right, because it's, I mean, it's cold coasters are very, very okay, things and impulsive and everything like now. Like, how do you kind of draw a line with, like, presumably, if you gave somebody, like, kind of a cool fortress style interface, that would come into the some people would go for that, yeah. uh, and they couldn't find it unusable. Like, how, how do you kind of draw the line uh, when you're kind of, uh, in terms of, like, how <coughs> present the tools to the player? Like, how, how complicated can you go? What do you, are you just doing everything? It's, it's a really interesting question, and uh, one of the things which, People have noticed with um, Planet Coast is that we have this, there's a philosophy, a philosophy that it's piece by piece. And piece by piece serves many things. One, it, it really reduces your immediate problem to a small localized area. And we feel that if you're building in 3D, that's the best best way to approach it. It's not by accident that we, we do that. We've done coaster games in the past where it's super, a super spline, you know, almost to the complexity of a, a game called No, no Limits which is great for super, super, super advanced users, but not great for, for, for people who are you know, not experienced in, in, in 3D. So our first principle is that we break down the problem into this piece by piece so people aren't daunted by what they have, have, have to do. And I'm trying to work with Scorn to scrap on this um, Then if you want to do this really advanced stuff, yes you can on, 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 on top of it. So you build your coaster piece by piece, but if you want to just adjust the spline or bend it using Tweaky tweak. Tweaky tweak, sorry, yeah. Smoothy smooth, you, you, you can do it. So, yeah. advanced functions on top of some basic functions. Okay. And in terms of, uh, and then again, it kind of goes back to the AI being able to kind of evaluate it. Like, does that mean there's a formula for the perfect roller coaster? Like, and is, is this something that you've been able to learn from working with Disney? So, so yeah. Um, I'm going to answer this. I'm going to do the Hershey the Hershey gambit. So, um, very interestingly, when we did Roller Coaster Tycoon 3, we partnered with Hershey's American Chocolate, which tastes like. Anyway, Amer American Chocolate. And uh, the prize was awesome. I think it was a $25,000 um, college scholarship. And uh, we thought, ah, oh, sounds pretty cool. We'll, we'll, we'll do that. You know, go build a coaster and we'll judge it. Thinking that we'd have about 200. Entries, 16,000 entries later, I, I did a little bit of, bit, bit of math and said, uh, well, maybe I'm going to have to work on this for the next seven years to try and judge them all. So we wrote a tool. And this tool, this, 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 this tool, this, this complicated heuristic which took into consideration how tight the coaster was, how many specials, were the specials, like sort of um, different specials on, on, on the alternated, um, how high it was, how fast, uh, intensity. Oh, excitement, nausea, we can go on. And, 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 especially as a corkscrew or other such things. Yes, okay, corkscrews, um, make sure colour and everything like that. And we made this fantastic algorithm and then we, we then ran it and uh, it worked. It worked, we had to train it a little bit, but it, but it, but it worked and I saw the top 10 coasters look pretty, pretty, pretty damn good. 
and with that experience, that's what we're now doing. We're applying that, obviously, slightly different because um, you know, I, I, a, a toilet is not a coaster, but if you build that toilet exciting, you will score, you will score high, highly. But yes, lots and lots of thought goes behind. So you've got code that made judges' toilets quite oh, yeah. exciting. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah definitely. Well, you know, as long as there's a toilet pass. The number of people who build multi story toilets in Planet Coast is unbelievable. Yeah, so all the time, all these Planet Coast enthusiasts, what is it with the toilets? Yeah, I do. The first thing is stacked toilets. I'm looking at you. Yeah. It's bizarre. Um, yeah, sorry. I've got the boss now. No, no, it's a good question about the algorithm. Because it's fantastic to have that, the algorithm side, but there's also kind of what people are. What people are actually after as well when they come to the park, you know, they've got an expectation of what they want to achieve in the park, what they want to ride. So, like, you know, in the case of uh, Atlantic Boatly, it's weird, you know, we, we, we as, a, as a team uh, went to uh, Blackpool, a really, really lovely, really great day. Um, but weirdly enough, I remember two coasters from that day, and one was the Blue Moon, which I was getting which was really smooth and vertical, it was a lovely, lovely thing to ride. Infusion, like infusion, 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 like a cup of tea. Uh, the worst of the seats, it's really fine around. The, uh, but the other one is the wild mouse. The wild, wooden wild mouse. It's a, thank you. It's, it's, it's a nightmare. You go on it, right? Don't, it, it's, a, uh, it's a nightmare in a good way. Um, because you sit in what feels like a bathtub, and there's someone else between your legs if you're riding with something, um, as I was, and a nice big full grown man uh, in front of me. Uh, and it has no banking on corners. So as I was going around the corner, and so was my partner in front, I was whacking into the steel rim of the uh, uh, coaster, and I came, came off with two, the next day, two perfect yellow bruises on each side. Now, I always remember that coaster, and I always say back onto it. I my experience on that one. So I went on that coaster with my, with my daughter, you know, again, it's, it's pretty good being, being a dad who has to go to theme parks and things like that. But I was up there with my mouse and it, it rained slightly. So, what John experienced, even worse. And uh, we're, we're on there and we're, we're going up and we're seeing all these cars going around and clinking and going on the off the sides and stuff like that. And she goes to me and goes, Dad, are we going to die? <laughs> and uh, I have to say, I don't know. <laughs> and she went, okay. <laughs> That's good. That was Jasmine. Yeah, I'm not fortunate. The colleague I was riding the right way, he didn't ask if I'm going to die. I just went my legs were breaking, so it's uh, difficult. Uh, but I'm, if I went again, I'd go on that ride. So maybe that's maybe the maybe someone wants to go on the ride that has no banking at all. Maybe that's what they want to ride. And John, your point was flawless. Sorry. Um, uh, that to me, that's a, a ride that I'd want to go. So not only do we have a, a way of understanding what the perfect coaster is, but maybe some people come wanting that discomfort. Maybe some people actually enjoy the ride. So then you make my coaster so that they're in certain terms of the AI are actually hard for a coaster Yeah, I, I'll say that for you. John's absolutely right is that the guests who come in all have their own personalities and some like super extreme, some some like sort of the more family coasters and again you'll have to build your build your park to, to cater for your guests' needs. And some of the scenarios will probably populate with less uh, you know, people want less exciting coasters or now, I can imagine a scenario where there's all these teams coming in and want super exciting coasters, but you can't build them above 50 meters. How are you going to do that? That's a good question for you. Yeah, I bet people may well, may well ride my park and actually want to experience a particular kind of like, staged or themed area. And that's, 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 that's a nice thing to So, kind of, they might want to see more theater then, yeah. Okay, that's good. So, well, my final question for all, I'm going to throw it over to, to questions from the audience, uh, who presumably will know more about coasters and coasters, I do better. 
Uh, obviously, you've spent much time going to different uh, theme parks and kind of researching this thing. Like, what's, what's, what's the best like, IRL uh, theme park to go to? Oh, my, my, my favourite coaster. So, keep in mind, I, I love coasters, really scary coasters. I love it when it rains and I'm going out Mark, with Mark Mouse again, and I don't care whether I'm going to die or not, but I don't fly. So, I'm quite limited to what coasters I can go to. But my favourite favorite coaster is uh, Shambhala, which is in Porta Ventura. And it's a coaster which makes me feel like I'm flying, even though I'm not flying. So, it's, a, it's really smooth, it's uh, loads of airtime. I love it. So, yeah, Porta Ventura. Get tickets from me, I get 10% Yeah, I, I, I'm, um, yeah, so, so uh, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a bit like Rich, uh, Rich people are working on her, her things tend to terrify me in many places like this. But um, I really quite enjoyed the Pepsi Max ride, it's still black uh, that, that was actually a really enjoyable ride, because I was terrified of it all the way, it's the highest drop in the ride, it, it just feels like you're up there far too long. And I remember going up there, and, um, screaming to, to one of the fellow artists as well, literally screaming. This is so And um, I, uh, <laughs> I was, uh, was horrible. Looking back at it, it's even more embarrassing. But I remember looking behind me, and you know how, like, how when you go to the, the photo booth at the end, there's always those guys who are like one to others. <laughs> when they're going about 400 miles an hour towards a beam or something. Yeah. They were the two behind me, and I was like, screaming, I'm going, oh my goodness, no! And I just stonewalling them. <laughs> just, just turn front and stop screaming. So, uh, even through that experience, it's still one of my favourite So, I really like that. It seems like it never ended so beautifully. It's wonderful, gracious, gracious curves. Okay, a ringing endorsement. Uh, so, okay, uh, thank you for taking my presentation. First of all, uh, thank you very much. Uh, so, um, yeah, that's the nice 
it's, it's a very hard one to, to, to answer. I, I love the idea that it's going to be like a shadow toilet economy in, in, in Planet Coaster. Yeah, you heard it first, <laughs> Right. Anyone else? Back. Good question. Sorry, I don't know what a dark ride is. What's a dark ride? It's a ride which is 
<laughs> Again, it will be arrived when you when, when you go when you go in. It's normally uh, enclosed, and uh, you know these animatronics happen as well, and like all laser beams and laser shows. And so, in some ways, they're almost like progressing now that people can put VR in there as well and things like that. Um, yeah, it's also sometimes uh, so you call it 4D, where they'll squirt water at you and there'll be fire and things like that. So, yeah. Okay. Any other questions? So. So obviously in Planet Coaster you can you know decorate your buildings however you want them, such as a restaurant can something become a cost of a restaurant or whatever. I was really wondering how much of a difference it will make to the AI how you sort of decorate them, you know, if they'll appreciate a well decorated restaurant more than, you know, just a random mess of walls or just the base restaurant, which is a much so, so, yeah, yeah, so short answer, it will, it will affect it. And this is, you know, as I was talking a little bit about when we did this Hershey judging, where we really try to analyze what makes a good coaster, we're going to try and do maybe not as, as sophisticated that, as that, almost. So, we're going to like source, you know, things like how many pieces are there, are the theme pieces consistent. You know, we're going to try and work out, you know, how we're going to have to try and approximate what, what is good art, really. And so, so yes, it will it will have an effect. It will force it. We'll also make sure that when it has an effect, it's not going to destabilise the, the simulation. So, yeah. I think it's really interesting to talk about. So, we, we, we actually discussed that. The reason why I said great questions is we discussed that. Um, and to give you to give you a real good insight as to why um, we want to make that a good thing to experience. So, say you build um, a fantastic castle start mixing some kind of sci-fi inspired set with it and actually you generate a really good looking thing. Right? We generate something decent. Um, and your friends are all like, that's amazing, I want to share it, I really want your whatever. But then the then a piece of game code looks at it and says, oh now you put the medieval set with the sample set, it can't possibly work. <laughs> it's like, you know, you need to make sure that actually it's going to be good for you and it's going to be rewarding experience. So it's, it's quite good. So, so John has now given me the challenge to make sure that when you build this sci-fi spooky fusion, we judge it correctly. So the yes. So answer to your question, yes. Yes. Okay, we've got time for one more question. Uh, will the type of buildings and why do you put inside your park like affect the type of personalities the AI have? So if you have really scary rides will only will over time only people who like scary rides come to your park or will it always be random? Well, last question was stumping. Great, great, great question. Yeah, I'm going to have to think about that. John, can you just talk some, some art and stuff while I think it was going to happen? Am I here? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> right, well, uh, what I'd say is, yeah. I'd say that if you, uh, yeah, so if you play your part, so if you're talking purely about buildings, right? Uh, and right, so right, yeah, so, but, yeah. well, yeah, so, yeah. Right, I, I, I don't want to say yes when I don't know what precisely the full, full contract is, otherwise Johnny will get me to write a contract. <laughs> so, um, uh, yeah, so, so I would say that, yeah, if you, if you have an off-block adrenaline, I don't think it's scary right there, then, yeah, that should affect the people that are coming to your park. In the same way, well, I think so. So, if you, but I have time to think about it now. <laughs> <laughs> so, definitely in sandbox, I think that's an absolute, it, it's, um, it wasn't going to be like that for you, and I've just designed part of the game for me. Thank you. Glad it kind of came down. Uh, I think in the scenarios that we'll do, so there's going to be a campaign mode, which will be certain challenges. I think we're going to have to be very fixed to allow what type of guests are going to go in, otherwise, that will break the puzzle yeah. elements. But 
in scenarios, I think that's absolutely a, a, a great, great idea. Is that yeah? Well, that's what happens, isn't it? If you, you go, certain set of people go to Thorpe Park because they're scary, and if you go to Chessington World of Adventure, so do I have to credit you now? <laughs> I'll, I'll take that idea. No, oh, yeah, brilliant. Well, there we go, it's a bit, bit of a live game development in the, the recessions. Uh, so, okay, so that's, that, that's all the time we have. Uh, obviously, the guys, guys are here, if you have any, uh, I'm sure you can have uh, a uh, quick chat with them uh, if, if you have any further questions. But uh, for now, thank you very much to John Lord for